today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we're going to go through the Indies. We're going to have an episode behind the curtain. I haven't done one of those in a long time. I took the uh, the chance to look through all these indie scenes as far as Impact. I got to see New Japan Strong. I got to see MLW and catching up with a lot of the episode going on. Plus, the Battle of Los Angeles. We have a new champion of the Battle of Los Angeles and a new king of Battle of Los Angeles. We're going to be talking about that. Leo Rush hurt on the second night of that tournament. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. To another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City. And today we're gonna talk a lot of stuff that happened. A lot of stuff that happened uh in the in the uh week with the whole Royal Rumble and the Shane McMahon and what these trolls are now doing and, and actually putting uh memes with Shane McMahon going to all elite wrestling conspiracy theories and what's WWE chaotic booking and the stuff that's going on with WrestleMania uh, season. It's been crazy. But I also had the chance to look at Impact Wrestling, catching up with Hard to Kill, which I got a, a chance to sit down, actually watch that pay-per-view, follow that up with the weekly impact wrestling shows i know i said i was gonna uh get myself or, or or even invest the time in watching impact but i got to i sat down and i think their booking is going to be uh if they follow it up it's going to be good um i also follow mlw mlw had a couple of weeks where they did a lot of this lucha libre style not my kind of cup of tea i'm not too crazy about that uh, their whole story surrounding with Alex Hammerstone and Cesar Duran trying to take the belt away from him. Um, uh, Matt, Matt Kruger looking for Jacob Fatu. Uh, so those still waiting for those two to cr- uh, clash and whatnot. I also got to watch New Japan Strong. There were some good matches that I didn't get to see at the beginning of January. Uh, there was a classic with Gabriel Kidd and Eddie Kingston. We're going to talk about all that. So let, let's start off. And also, we're going to go through the AEW uh, review and all that stuff of what happened this week with MJF and CM Punk. We're going to talk about that. But let's start off with the WWE. Of course, you guys have been following what's going on with the, what, the, what happened in the Royal Rumble last week or two weeks ago. Uh, um, and, and it's been crazy because there's a lot of stuff going on with the fact of what happened behind the scene, what Shane McMahon was trying to do. Um, he, I mean, reports were claiming that Shane McMahon was like, oh, you know, he he told Brock Lesnar, yeah, I'm going to put you over. Well, like, what? Brock Lesnar's already over. He, he don't need you, Shane McMahon. Uh, the fact that that the reason that um, um, this whole hostility that was coming up from Shane McMahon uh, pretty much has been uh, him and his father not getting along throughout this year. 
there were rumors going around that his ideas were laughed at. His, you know, his pitch for certain things uh, was laughed at. So, I mean, I don't know what's happening here, but now the rumors going around is that he's going to go to AEW, which is the most funniest shit I ever heard. People are actually thinking that Tony Khan is going to come and bring in Shane McMahon out of all people and bring him into AEW knowing full well that he is toxic for the locker room. He hasn't brought in Ric Flair, who Ric Flair was accused of, you know, molesting some stewardess 10, 11 years ago, whatever it was, uh, longer than that, 20 years ago. He hasn't brought him in. What makes you think he's going to bring Shane McMahon? I don't know. Now, because all of a sudden, you know, you know, Tony Khan put something and the old forbidden door is wide open and whoever other companies that don't like us, they want to slam the door on us, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's falling for it because right now Tony Khan is trolling the trolls. The word is that Tony Khan is supposed to be uh, announcing this big announcement that Spree Agent is going to show up at the Face of Revolution tournament. Okay? And the funny thing is that out of all that, no one is paying attention. No one is saying that reports of Keith Lee already signed with AEW. I have a feeling it may be Keith Lee. It's not Shane McMahon. Even if it's not Keith Lee, it's not Shane McMahon. He is not coming to AEW. So all these clowns on social media who, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, whatever happened to the wrestling fans? I really question that. I know when I was growing up and, and, you know, I was at the era of when I actually went first time to a, a, a wrestling show, was back at the era maybe of the uh, Heart Foundation. Uh, uh, Andre the Giant was just turned ill. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair had just also had, well, Ric Flair was still in the NWA, but then, you know, I was in that era when then Flair came and then he laughed. And I was in that era and wrestling friends were, you know, intelligent wrestling fans. People that figure, well, this is the logic. It should be cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Storylines. Now everybody fall for the stupidity that he said, she said, and they follow these clowns online that said, oh, you know, McMahon is coming to a... Some dude just did... I don't know who did. They did a... a, 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 a thumbnail saying Shane McMahon may come Wednesday at AEW. I mean, I, I read stuff like this and I'm like, you got, y'all guys got to be the most dumbest fools who will actually fall for this. And then we got the logic people of intelligent pro wrestling fans that figure out everything. Well, we're the enemy. That, that's the problem in social media. When we when when, when these people who who are hiding in, in basements, these basement dwellers, and all these people who think they know wrestling, uh, and if you got anything on Twitter with the name Tribal Chief, that that is a problem right there. You already know that this person doesn't care. He he he. Roman Reigns, the greatest world WWE champion. Stop. Okay, for a guy who has five hundred something title. Five something days as a champion. How many? How many times has he defended that belt? And then what makes it worse? How he's the greatest, greatest WWE champion ever 
when he's fighting 58-year-old guys like Bill Goldberg, okay? And it's funny because Goldberg, and then you wonder why the morale in WWE is so low. Why? It is so low because shit like this. These part-timers come, and they jump us ahead of the line over everybody, and they get a title shot. Bill Goldberg wrestled Bobby Lashley not long ago. And this is after Lashley lost the belt to Big E. Okay? Mind you, that last year, last Royal Rumble, he fought Drew McIntyre, which was, and McIntyre beat him in probably three minutes, four minutes, whatever it was. Why is Bill Goldberg getting a title shot? And, and I saw this on SmackDown where like, oh, two years ago, this was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah, so you're going to route about WWE with long-term storyline? Stop it. The only reason they're doing this is because their roster is depleted. They do not want to push anybody. They don't want to push the Cesaro. They don't want to pu- They don't want to push anybody. They don't want to push anybody that the name is not Roman Reigns. Okay? They don't want to push Ricochet. They don't want to push uh, uh, who else? Uh, 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 what else they got in that damn stupid roster? They don't want to push Big E. Big E's done. Big E is not getting a title shot ever again. He's back into tactics. They took him a single push run. It's done. They they did this man so dirty. It's not even funny. So dirty. It's it's crazy. You know how can anybody even uh, uh, say that this company is that good? How can you? actually approve of all this shit okay all of a sudden now brock lesnar goes loses the title to bobby lashley wins the royal rumble and then he's added to the elimination chamber so if he doesn't win he still gets a title shot can you please tell me why can you tell please tell me why and i don't want to hear about all because brock lesnar this roman reign brock lesnar storyline has been already burned to the ground okay it was good back 2015 16 whenever it was where seth rollins cashed his money in the bank back then other than that it's already boring okay they had ran out of so many people to wrestle roman reign that they put bill goldberg because they don't have anybody else for roman reign this tribal chief storyline is dying slowly little by little Okay, Roman Reigns going to lose the belt probably to Brock Lesnar, and then he's going to take time off. I'm telling you this right now because, and then the sad thing is, if Roman Reigns decides he wants to take time off, who the hell is SmackDown going to push? See, they're not building anybody at all. At all. Okay? At all. So what's going to happen if Roman Reigns decides that after WrestleMania he wants to take time off? Okay? This whole thing is just incredible. And, 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 and they want to make it look like, oh, Shane McMahon came in and he tried to sabotage the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was going to be have was not going to be great to begin with because they didn't have an end game. They didn't have no one in the, or, or the storyline that was built to that. They didn't have a specific person that you said to them, well, this guy's going to win the Rumble. AJ Styles has not won a Rumble. AJ Styles has been in the Rumble, never won a Rumble. He should have been given that opportunity, but they're not doing it. 
because they keep pushing the Seth Rollins. They keep pu- pushing the Brock Lesnar. They keep pushing the Roman Reigns. It's the same people. It's the same thing with the women. Now, all of a sudden, you know, Ronda Rousey is now challenging Charlotte because now they got a one-year waiting time that Charlotte's going to wrestle. Or no, I'm sorry, not Charlotte. Ronda Rousey's going to wrestle Becky Lynch. And she looks like she don't even want to be there. She showed it on Monday Night Raw. You don't want to be there. So WWE don't know what the hell they're doing. So for these trolls and these apologists to come out of nowhere and make it like, oh, give it time. Listen, I gave it time. It's been four years. Okay. We all remember January 2018 when McMahon, the McMahon, the Triple H came and said, you know, oh, you know, we're going to give you fresh matches. And where are the fresh matches? Where are the new feuds? It's the same shit every week. Okay? And a lot of podcasts have said this. Triple H not being there or producing anything, okay, is the reason why the Royal Rumble was so flat this year. And then you took Finn Balor and Cesaro out of the, the, the damn Rumble to put in Johnny Knoxville and Bad Bunny. And then to make it worse, a slap to the face to people who love watching the Rumble, like myself, to watch Bad Bunny be part of the last four guys in the ring. Are you kidding me? Okay. Everything is wrong. Everything was horrible. This was like probably the worst Rumble I ever saw. Okay. As far as booking-wise, they, they, they brought in Mickey James. I don't know for what. Because it's all the forbidden door, the forbidden, please, the forbidden door for what? Okay. And people were like, "Oh, I mentioned something about, oh, the uh, no one was paying attention to Mickey James when she came out." And I, if you look at it, when she's coming out and she's always shouting and she's taking off her belt, no one's really putting mind to it. No, no everybody was like, "Okay, what am I going to do?" It wasn't until Michelle McCool went outside and started batting it out with her. Bianca Belair looked dead at her, didn't even bother to go up to her. No one was paying attention to Mickey James. So she got uh, confronted by Michelle McCool, and she got Michelle McCool out. Just They brought a bunch of divas. They brought the, the generation of divas. They, they had the, the, the Bella Twins, and they're eliminating everybody. Who the fuck is the, the Bella Twins? I don't like cursing on my podcast, but who the hell are the Bella Twins? Bella Twins are the worst divas, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, and the history of WWE. Besides even Marie, because even Marie was garbage. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then they wonder why they're going through And then they're going to come and try to pass shit up during the week with this whole chaotic bullshit with the stock earning report. Who cares how much money you're making? You're fooling all these companies. The only reason these companies want to make business with you is because of the brand, not because of the product, okay? The brand, the name WWE synonymous with pro wrestling, okay? But these people, they don't care if the, the product is garbage and fans are suffering. All they care is, oh, let's put our ad in while the show is going on. They don't care. So don't come to me talking about, oh, they made billions of dollars. Who cares? If you ain't and your money's not invested in the stock, you got no say so. I got money on WWE. Okay? 
and they haven't been over a hundred thousand in two uh oh, not hundred thousand hundred dollars per share since two years they can't even hit the sixty dollars per share okay they still stuck between 45 and 50. okay so think about it anyway we'll be right back with more behind the curtain the pro wrestling ball 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene, taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. And let's start with AEW review. So this week, the AEW, uh, the match I was looking forward for was the CM Punk versus MJF. That 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 uh, match I've been waiting for weeks. And there was a lot of people complaining that when CM Punk wrestled Warlord, that he didn't sell any of his. Uh, any of his power bombs. But we're going to get there, but let's go through first the AEW Dynamite. We saw John Moxley. He wrestled Wheeler Yuta. This match was a little bit better than when they first confronted before Yuta was a paradigm shift within two, three minutes. And, and I think that was the last match we saw uh, Moxley wrestle. After that, he went to Alcoholic Anonymous uh, to take care of his situation. But this match between Wheeler Yuta and Moxley was a little bit much better at uh i guess because they gave it time um you started using his quickness and his wrestling prowess uh Marcus hit a suplex release slam and pretty much that's when he took control of yuda he piled dry yuda moxley then put a stf on yuda yuda started trying to make a comeback with combinations mox hit a modified ddp on yuda on the edge of the ring which he was nasty then mox got distracted by dan Housen. again dan Housen being aew i love it I love it. I love it. Um, Ezra Mossy got distracted by Dan Housen. Yuta hit a side slam and a splash for two count. Mox hit a King Kong Larry and followed with a paradigm shift for the win. And then right after that match was over, we saw Daniel Bryan come out of nowhere. And he actually, um, you know, he pretty much said that, you know, that, that he would love to team up with John Moxley. Now, this is a great storyline because he's probably going to let us to believe that he's probably going to go and make believe that he's going to team up with uh, John Moxley. I see, this is just my opinion, I don't think it's, it's going to happen, but I see maybe uh, Daniel Bryan, and uh, uh, Bryan Danielson, let's, I keep calling him that, I'm sorry, but Maybe thinking that he is going to team up with him, and then all of a sudden, um, he turns on De- uh, Brian Danielson, or Brian Danielson turns on him, or are we seeing John Moxley turning heel? I mean, you could see that, and and if Brian Danielson and John Moxley team up, mm, the AEW Tag Team Champions are in trouble. I could see Danny Bryanson maybe. 
Brian Danielson, I mean, um, probably getting the AEW tag team title. That could be something to watch, something to to uh, check it out. Brandy Rose. When, when Dan Lambert came out, actually, Brandy Rose came out first. Uh, she, the biggest, biggest, uh, what I call flop box on the promo, my Brandy Rose did that. I believe that was in Chicago. And she said, hey, guys, from Cleveland. And I'm like, is this chick dizzy, asleep at the wheel? Oh, why is she even out there? And people started going on. Then Dan Lambert comes out. And they continue with this stupidity thing between Dan Lambert and Brandy. And Brandy even took a shot at Ethan Page. And Ethan Page was laughing at her. And she said the only reason they hired Ethan Page was to get to Josh Alexander. Was that necessary? Was that even necessary? I did a poll uh, where I put, um, uh, do people think Brandy Rose should be an AEW show? I'm going to give you that later on from my little polls that I had. I had to, to, you know, I like doing that to see where everybody's mind is at. But she, there was a lot of people who did not like her. And I, I believe on that one, um, she had, I believe, let me see. Uh, yeah, should Brandy Rose be in any storyline AEW? And 74% of you guys said no. So this is the same woman who had the nerve to be on Twitter talking about how much money she has and all that. The fans don't like you. The fans will never like you. You're hideous. You're... Uh, turn off the TV heat. Where's my microphone? I'm um, not my microphone, my, my remote control. And let me turn this off and see what's, what's going on in the basketball game. She is heat, heat. She is horrible. And all this just so they could promote Brandy versus the, I don't know, the girls, the, the, the chick that they wrestled that's part of Dan Lambert's. She's a, a, a UFC fighter. That I don't know why they're still pushing this USC versus wrestling. That is garbage. I don't know who's still coming up with this. Randy Rose probably is coming up with this. This is this is horrible. Anyway, the death chart. Uh, actually, Matt Hardy and Andrade did a, pro, a promo where they pretty much announced that Isaiah Cassidy was going to face Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Um, Andrade doesn't look like he's happy with all the stuff that's going on with the HFO losing matches. The, uh, the Death Triangle versus the King of the Black Throne. Uh, Park versus Penta taking it to the... Uh, Park and Penta were taking it to the, the King of the Black Throne the first two minutes of the match. Brody King changed the outcome of the match when he hit Park with a massive form on his back to take control of the match. Penta tried to make a comeback. Malachi and Pac started hitting each other. Brain Buster on Malachi. I one point by Pac for two counts. Pretty much his match was pretty good. Monica hits Penta with the miss, and Brody hits Dante's Inferno for the win. So the Kings of the Black Throne wins that match. It was pretty decent. I'm still looking for Pac to uh, pretty much join uh, the Kings of the Black Throne. Adam Crow did a promo, challenging Eva Uno. Then we have Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose. Uh, this match, it looks like Ruby Soho, every time she wrestles somebody bigger than her, 
She's botching her, her moves. Soho picked up Rose at one point and dropped her first, face first on the edge of the ring. Rose spine bust Soho on the outside. Soho tried to hold her Karana. I mean, she landed messed up. I don't know what the hell she was trying to do. And then Rose hit a seat, uh, sit in uh, from the top row of a power bomb and followed by a beast bomb uh, for the win. Not much to say. Ruby Soho again loses the match. I don't know what's going on. Gun Club attacks Jungle Boy and throw him through the snow, which is funny, threw him in the street of batch of snow. Uh, Hangman Page promo. Then uh, all the promo, all that. And then Lance comes out. Lance and Hangman Page starts going at it. He choke slams him on the steel step. And then Black Hole Hangman Page through the table. Chris Jericho promo calling out proud and powerful team meeting with the inner circle. Next week, that's going to be interesting. And then we had the MJF, the main event versus CM Punk. MJF took a cheap shot at Punk as soon as Punk looked to the side. MJF then started running away from Punk after he getting his ass whooped into the crowd. And Punk continued his attack on MJF as he plans him on the pole. Punk with a series of body slam. MJF rolls away when he sees Punk ready to take off from the top rope and do that macho man elbow drop. Punk's head showed the first into the post, and MJ where MJ started working on Punk's arm. CM Punk got caught on the top and got suplexed from the top, and a Pepsi uh, from the top of MJF. A Pepsi twist by CM Punk's on MJF. MJF used a tape and a sleeper hole to pull Punk out. We thought that Punk lost the match, but the referee uh, restarted the match because when he raised MJF's arm, the tape came out. So they restarted the match. Punk started beating MJF from pulling the post. Two plays to a city on MJF. STF on MJF put his arm, but his arm is hurting, so he couldn't uh, apply it the way he wanted. He couldn't hit the JTS. Anchor lock by MJF on Punk, but he went face first to the buckle. Both started going at it. Punk hit head first on his poison run on Horokorana, which was, oh, it was horrible. I was like, uh, when it was him and um, Ruby Soho, uh, they, they when they start doing stuff off the rope, it's not good. But Punk start, uh, landed on his head. It was just uh, Punk can't stand because his leg was hurting. Chop blocked by MJ from behind. MJ hit a main in Japan for a two count. MJ hit a low blow and rolled Punk with the leg on the rope for a two count. MJ started biting Punk. Uh, Punk. Punk returned the favor. He hit the Pepsi Crunch on MJF. MJF rolls out of the ring. Punk hits the roundhouse kick and drops the elbow for a two count. Warlord then comes out. And when he comes out and whatnot, um, he confronts Punk. And everybody's thinking, oh, okay, he's going to turn on MJF. Now, the camera didn't catch or what we didn't see was that when he went over MJF's body when he was outside, he just passed the ring. And sure enough, uh, Warlord comes out, confronts uh Confronts Punk, gives the ring to MJF, and walks away. MJF then hit Punk with the ring and pins C and Punk, which was, I knew this was going to happen. A simple fact because, you know, um, you know, that was the storyline. People were complaining that, you know, uh, uh, you know, C and Punk didn't, you know, so Warlord, but the whole storyline and that whole thing was one, they're pushing uh, Warlord to be a, uh, the guy who's, uh, may walk away from the pinnacle, and then two was that MJF was going to give CM Punk his first loss. So that's going to be interesting because now he's going to brag and complain 
about this whole thing. Um, the ADW Rampage was on Adam Cole versus Evil Uno. Uh, Adam Cole started strong by taking control of Evil, Evil Uno in the beginning of the match. He, uh, Uno tried to make a comeback, but Adam hit a couple of super kicks and then a boom for the win. And after that, he took the mic and claimed that he wants to be the AEW champion. I could see it happening. Jay trolling the fans. She was being interviewed. She she trolled the fans. Same fans that were on Twitter talking about that she's green. And she said, she said, well, if she's green, she's green with money. The woman is 26 and 0. I mean, she's looking a little better by the week. Then we have Sammy Guevara versus Isaiah Cassidy for the uh, TNT title. Guevara came out with two belts. I don't know why he's coming out with two belts. It doesn't make no sense to me. If he's an undisputed, just... You know, just uh, merged them. The hell, uh, you know, this match was fun as Sami was in control, but Isaiah was working on Sami's rib throughout the match, and this is an injury that he had with Cody Rose. Sami then made his comeback by hitting his cutter and then the GTH for the win. After match, we saw Sami get surrounded by the HFO, and Darby comes out for the save. Uh, it looks like. Darby was looking at the belts, and it looks like Darby and Sammy Guevara may be going at it again. And who knows? Darby may be one of the pillars of AEW. Chris Dallander got attacked by Layla Hirsch again. This time she got hit with a chair, so we'll see what that. The Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa match. This match was good. It was a back-and-forth match until Mercedes decided that she couldn't beat Rosa, so she hit her with a lead pipe. So, uh, and it kind of Tells a story because after that, in the back, she was getting interviewed. Mercedes Martinez and Britt Baker comes out and claims that she paid her to take out Rosa. And Jamie Heather looked at her like, what? I thought I was your bodyguard. But Britt Baker made it clear that Jamie Hayter has bots and a couple of stuff. And that's why she has hired Mercedes Martinez. But it looks like there is trouble in Baker's camp and with Hayter. So they did a Serena Deep video package. This woman... It's the real deal. Serena Deeb, I, I can't wait till she confronts Britt Baker. She could be the new AEW champion. That woman becomes the AEW world champion. The AEW roster will be in trouble. The only ones they might give a, a, a run for our money is Thunder Rosa. Uh, and these two already confronted each other already once. Uh, or Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you know, it, it could be very, very interesting. We saw the FTW world title. We saw... Uh, Ricky Stark versus Jay Lethal. This match was good with outside interference from Powerhouse Hobbs and Dantin Martin. But the Stark reversed the Stark reversed a lethal injection finishing move into a Roshan ball for the victory. That was incredible to me. And uh, it's you know, AEW right now, um, is hot right now. I mean, they didn't believe this week they didn't hit the one million mark, but. You know, they're not going to hit the 1 million mark every week. So, you know what? It's, it's, it's good. It's good what's going on because now you got these NXT 2.0, you know, if, little fans who think this is the same NXT, uh, you know, thinking that, oh, we're going to beat AEW or Rampage every week. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Um, but overall, this week, AEW was pretty good. It's, I want, like, I'm looking forward to what um, MJF has to say. After beating CM Punk, where is that story going? What that Warlord story is going? So it's you know it's a lot of stuff going on, and you know we'll see. Revolution is down the you know it's coming next month, and so they're gonna start setting up storylines for the coming weeks. So uh, that is pretty much for AEW. Um, again, 
uh, Tony Khan made an announcement. He's going to make an announcement next week. We'll see what he has for next Wednesday. And we'll be right back with more behind the curtain with the indies, the stuff that I saw over the weekend. So we'll be right back. Hi, this is James Rodens from the WNR podcast, and you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Behind the curtain, uh, let's let me give you some of this stuff before I start talking about Impact, New Japan, and MLW. As you guys learned last week, Leo Rush was taken to the emergency room after the pro wrestling battle of Los Angeles night two. Uh, I don't know what is his injury, but this is nothing new. I think his shoulder again, if I'm correct. So now that's gonna again, he has been hurt, and Leo Rush right now, I, I don't know. I mean, this dude's going to have to end up retiring. I don't know why, but, you know, he can't. It looks like he's running out of companies right now. He's still wrestling in Japan. He's still wrestling Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He came out Game Changer Wrestling uh, and uh, the world of GCW and why not? So we'll see. Uh, of course, the Pro Wrestling Gorilla had the Battle of Los Angeles. The 2022 winner was crowned, and that is Danny Garcia's. Yes, AEW's Danny Garcia. Uh, Red Death won the uh, the Bola of tournament, and um, you know, congratulations to him. This man, like I said, he it reminds me a lot of Zack Saber Jr. with his style. He's more a little rugged. I mean, he's teamed up with Brody King. Uh, he's teamed up with uh, uh, Chris Dickinson. I mean, in New Japan, and you know, the guys everywhere. The guys in New Japan. He's in AEW. He's in um, Game Changer Wrestling sometimes. So it is crazy, but it is cool. Now, I saw a list that was on one of these websites, the free agents that I think should get signed. There was a bunch of free agent wrestlers that I feel that should get signed. So here is my list of guys that I think should get signed. Braun Strowman, of course, as you guys know, he is part of the EC3 uh, Control Your Narrative. So I like his new name, Titan, his new look. Uh, Most likely, I would like Ring of Honor to keep him around with EC3, but we don't know what Ring of Honor is going to do. They're going to be doing monthly stuff or whatever, but who knows? Uh, Matt Raywall, I like his style in uh, Impact Wrestling and Hit in New Japan where he does a lot of commentating. This guy was known as English in WWE. This guy, I look at him now and I like I appreciate his wrestling. What he was doing, hey, WWE didn't know what the hell to do with him and whatnot. And when I see him, you know, this guy is tremendously. Uh, skilled and all that stuff, you know, and, and it's great. So to see him in Impact and whatnot, he got attacked by Honor No More, which I'm going to tell you who those people are in a few minutes, unless you guys have been following the Impact. Alex Zane, he came out in Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, he, I'm glad, and in um, New Japan, so I'm glad he's out there. Bandito, of course, he's a pro wrestling guerrilla um, world champion. He is also the Ring of Honor world champion. I mean, him and, uh, you know, Jonathan Grisham are going to go at it at April's Supercar of Honor to determine the undisputed Ring of Honor champion. So you know that Jonathan Grisham has been out there uh, defending the Ring of Honor title and whatnot. Blake Christian, this guy was in the Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Tournament. He did a crazy cutter 
from uh, I don't know where, but that was trending all over social media this week. Uh, uh, Blake Christian wrestled, I believe, in uh, GCW, the world, uh, the world GCW, looking great, looking good. You know, I think he came in in uh, replacement for Jonathan Christian couldn't make it. Bray Wyatt is still out there. He's been doing. He's been doing um, a lot of videos. Bronson Reed, who's now known as Jonah, he's with Impact and um, um, New Japan. I'd rather have New Japan stay with him, but we don't know. I mean, he's doing great. Dalton Castle is still out there. EC3, Flip Gordon, Harry Smith, David Boy Smith Jr., even though he was dumb enough to go try to go back to WWE. So if no one signs him, I won't be surprised. Homicide, guy's about to retire. He was honored in the Independent Hall of Fame. I love Homicide. I've been following this guy forever, since 2012, when I first saw him. James Storm, uh, I think, should go out there somewhere, maybe come back to Impact. Johnny Gargano, he's out there, free agent, but he said he is not coming to wrestling until um, his wife just gave birth to the child, so he'd be going to be out there. John Morrison, supposed to, uh, he's out there, free agent. He could be either going to AAA or come back to Impact. That'd be cool. Jonathan Gresham, of course. He got his own promotion terminus. Uh, he is out there. Jordan Oliver, another guy who comes out a lot in Game Changer Wrestling. JTG is out there. Keith Lee, uh, the word is that he may have signed with AEW. Kenny Kane just came out this week in Impact Wrestling, part of the Honor No More. Uh, Killer Cross, out there, free agent, may sign with AEW. The Briscoes, out there, free agent. They just lost. They lost the, uh, uh, I think the, the the game changer wrestling tag team titles to uh, I forgot the guy's name and uh, Nick Cage. I don't know why that was stupid. Matt Cardona, who I call him right now. This guy is the comeback of the year of last year. He's the MVP right now. This guy's everywhere. He just beat Jordan Grace for the digital title, uh, and, and he hit it with a chair. That's what's hilarious about it. Matt Warner, he's out there. Uh, Red Titus. Uh, Samoa Joe, Shane Taylor. Let me tell you about Shane Taylor. That man should have been world champion in Ring of Honor. This guy is the man, and uh, you know and he's out there doing his, his training with with uh, Shane Taylor promotion guys. And uh, you know I want to see him with a world title, no doubt. Silas Young is still out there. Swirl Strickland, who was part of Hit Rose, uh, say a swole is out there now. Uh, Cheeseburger, which most people probably will make fun of him because he's a he's a he's a you know low make uh, low car guy uh, 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 jobber. Well, no, now world famous CB, he should get signed. Why not? AEW can sign him as a team him up with Marco Stunt. That'd be crazy. Amy Rose is out there. Allison K. Chelsea Green is an impact back and forth. So I don't know if she signed, but she's in an agreement. Kyrie Sane, who WWE still trying to keep her. Just to make sure they they could get their little their little foot in the door in Japan. So I think she doesn't have a contract. Kiara Hogan has not been seen. I don't know AEW. I don't know if they signed her. I don't know what happened to her. She has not been seen. Roxy, who lost the Ring of Honor World Title, the Women's Title to Diana Perrazzo, is out there. Satana Garrett. Last time I saw her, she was in the House of Glory here in New York. Tony Storm and Austin Arias are all out there. So. A lot of people out there. That's seven minutes that I just told you. So let's make this real quick. Um, I saw Impact this week. 
uh, oh, I've been seeing the impact. The past, uh, not this week, but I just saw it yesterday, almost, I think Friday and Saturday, I went and I dedicated myself to watch all the episodes of Impact after Hard to Kill. And let me tell you something, Impact right now can be, could, could be doing something very, very big. Now that they have Ring of Honor guys in there, what they could do is work with Ring of Honor and whatnot and make it a Ring of Honor versus Impact. The fact that Kenny King showed up this week at the Impact to help the, the Honor No More, which is uh, they got uh, Vincent, they got Matt Taven, they got Michael Bennett, they got Maria, they got PCO, and now they added Kenny King into the mix. This could be very, very interesting. The only thing I don't like is they added Josh Alexander for Team Impact. I don't know why. Now you figure, well, you put everybody in Josh Alexander's way so you finish the storyline between Morrissey and, and, Mo, and Moose. And we know that Moose is not going to get beaten by Morrissey. That's not going to happen. Jonah had a great, fantastic match with uh, Josh Alexander. With Jonah, I think that's the next guy that I think Moose should wrestle. Um, and it's crazy. It's crazy. But, I mean, I like that whole storyline, and I hope the impact does not drop the ball on this one. They got the ball in the hand. The women's division, I don't really care what's going on, but only only one person I care is Yana Perrazzo. She has the women's Ring of Honor Championship plus the Reina de Reina World Championships. So the women's walking around, uh, you know, Diana Perrazzo, Diana two belts. So the woman is the best. And the fact that they have, still have Mickey James with the knockout title, she is boring. I'm sorry. She's boring. She brings that WWE style of promos. She is boring. And I don't care what anybody tells me. She is not my cup of tea. Her time has come and go. Give this belt to somebody else. If she does not lose that belt to Tata Steel and no surrender next week or two weeks from now, I, I don't know. Tata Steel deserves the title. You know, and Diana Porrazo, she's going to be, you know, Diana Two Belts. She's the best that they have there. As far as Jordan Gray's losing the digital championship to Matt Cardona, I mean, you know, I, I really don't care for, for Jordan Gray's. Jordan Gray's, and the reason I say that, Jordan Gray's gave me a bad taste when I met her in House of Glory. Very, very nasty. I don't know. She's just uh, very cocky or whatever. I took the pictures because I, you know, I just want to promote her in my on my business. But I, she's not humble. I can tell she's not humble. And, you know, I'm glad that they, Matt Cardona has a belt, another belt. It's a, Matt Cardona right now is known as the belt collector as far as the indie scene is controlled. This guy's everywhere. He's in GCW. He's in NWA. He's in Impact. He's everywhere. So that's the way to do it, you know. The fact also that I believe a, a year too late would you have the Gorillas of Destiny and Impact to go at the, the, the Good Brothers. But the storyline behind that, to have – Violent by Design and the Good Brothers attack Bullet Club. Bullet Club should have came in as this badass faction and be scared of the girls and have Gorillas of Destiny confront the Good Brothers. I did not like them getting jumped and make them look weak. You know, and again, Impact dropping the ball when it comes to New Japan wrestlers. They did it with the Headbanger. Oh, uh, my God, what's his name? 
the headbanger, I forgot, uh, Infantasmo, they did it, they had done it to Bone Soldier. They Every time they have a New Japan wrestler in there, they make them look weak. The same thing they did with Finn Juice, you know, they had a title run for like two two months and then they took the belts away from them. I don't know. This is why I don't trust Impact. Now, the word is that Impact made, has a, a, a deal with YouTube TV where it could be part of the sports package where you could see it uh, as part of the subscribe, pay subscription. I'm not paying Jack to watch uh, Impact for no type of my money. I did it with NWA, and I'm not doing it with Impact. I'm not wasting no more money on Impact. You know what I'm saying? I'll figure out a way to watch it. But right now, I give it to them. They're doing great. We'll see what happens as far as the story now with Honor No More and this whole thing coming up. So most likely that Honor No More is going to end up winning. Somebody's going to show up unexpected to make the difference. New Japan Pro Wrestling. The only thing I can tell you about New Japan Pro Wrestling, I saw I caught up with some of the matches. They had Nemesis, the tour to Nemesis. They had a good match. They had Gabriel Kidd versus Eddie Kingston. That match was awesome. Gabriel K has come a long way from what I used to see him in Japan as the opening card as part of the Young Lion. Eddie Kingston and Gabriel K gave it it all and why not? Uh, we saw uh, also we saw Christopher Daniels versus Jay White. And after the match, this was the most interesting part out of all this was that Jay White is calling out people from all elite wrestling to come to New Japan Strong and face him. He's, and he said, if they have anybody all elite that could, um, you know, confront him and set his challenges, you know, has, what is it, the, the, the USA, I think, the J, I forgot what it is. It's a challenge that he has going around. I can see John Mosley challenging him, and that would be an awesome match. Jay White versus John Mosley, oof, in New Japan Strong, it could happen. I can see it happen. So that is the best part of the whole New Japan Strong. New Japan Strong, I like it. I like what they're doing. They bring all kinds of people in there. You got the Daniel Garcias. You have the Eddie Kingston's. You have the, uh, of course, uh, Tom Lola still the open weight champion there. You got Fred Rosser. You got Rocky Romero. You, you got Danny Limelight sometimes shows up there with Slice Boogie. So there's a lot of stuff going on, which is pretty good. Also, MLW. MLW, they had the Cesar Duran, his storyline with him trying to get the belt away from Alec Hammerstone. Uh, that is pretty good. But the last three weeks, they had a lot of Lucha Lucha, uh, Lucha Libre-style matches. Uh, we saw Alejo the Vikingo, the AAA Mega Champion. They changed the belt. The belt does not look the same way that uh, Omega had. So they changed the belt. So uh, Vikingo took a fast fill in a six-man tag. But Alex Kane teamed up with uh, Haruz and Villano. Against Ataka Jr., uh, Laredo Kid, and Elijo the Vikingo. And Vikingo took a bad spell on the outside, uh, but he was still able to w- get the win for his team. So that is the stuff going on in the indie scene. Uh, I saw GCW, the world, or the world GCW, not my cup of tea, and people are saying that they're trying to be like uh, ECW. I kind of agree with it because after watching Effie, Versus Jeff Jarrett. Why is Jeff Jarrett in Game Changer Wrestling? Uh, I can't. I cannot watch that. So, you know, um, the people were not happy with uh, Alley Katz or whatever her name is against Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho ended up beating her. People were not happy with that. So, Game Changer Wrestling, 
I'll watch it to some matches, but I can't watch the whole show. I'll watch some of the stuff that goes on and whatnot. And other than that, I can't get into it. You know, the fact that they have Nick Cage in there beat the Briscoe brothers like nothing with his tag team. I thought his tag team pointed to beat them like nothing. It was stupid. They took the, the belts away from them just for, you know, at the end of that show. I didn't like it. So that is it uh, right now um, for the Indies. We'll be right back with my interview with the ECPW Mid-Hudson Valley Champion Pitbull Pitman. So stay tuned for that. Welcome to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. Today, I have a special host. Um, me and him been connected for the last, what, two years. I have the Mitt Hudson Valley ECPW champion, Mr. Bulldog Pittman. What's going on, brother? What's good, my guy? How are you, man? <laughs> uh, it, it's been a while, man. This was uh, pretty much, um, uh, I think, in the making for two years and whatnot. So um, I know you've been defending your belt all over ECPW and whatnot. Every time I turn around, you're in a match. Are you challenging somebody? Are you challenging someone else in, in another indie uh, promotion? So, man, how you feeling? I mean, uh, is, is this not taking your toe? Because you look like you're ready for anything. But yeah, man, it's been like that, you know. I've been like that all my life, you know, before even coming to uh, do wrestling. I used to play football all my life. Okay. You know what I mean? So growing up with that type of, me with that type of mentality and that, that Lifestyle. I mean, I play defense too, so it was you know what I mean. Go hard or go home. You feel me? Yeah, so yeah. you know, like I mean, it took a while. You know, when I started wrestling, so it took a little while because I had to. I wanted to learn. You know, I still want to learn. You know what I mean? I'm still not done learning. I'm still green in my eyes, but yeah. you know, I gotta get my feet wet and stuff. You know. Well, I, I, in my eyes, you don't look green to me at all because I've seen you wrestle a couple of times live, and and I'm like, yo, you know, I just wanted to ask you right now, how long have you been in the business? And what made you get into business? And who were your like favorite stars back then? Okay, so I seen your uh, your interview uh, with Love like yes. last week. Me and him started the same day. Oh wow! You know I mean, the exact same day, exact same year, exact same time. You know what I mean, um, you know, so it's about going. It's going on four. It'll be four in August. So yeah, three years. You know, um, I just uh, like I said, I, I was playing football. You know what I mean? And then once I had my daughter at 26 and, you know, the stuff I was doing with football, it didn't, it wasn't, it's like, bro, my window was closed. You know what I mean? Like, it's time for me to do something else. You know what I mean? What else can I do? What else should I do? You know what I mean? I wasn't the type of dude to just sit around and do nothing. I mean, I had to find something. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I always loved wrestling as a kid. My favorite wrestlers were Stone Cold and The Rock. You know what I mean? Everybody else followed after them, but it was always Stone Cold and The Rock. I mean, and um, you know, uh, I was scrolling down Facebook one day, and one of my friends from GoPro Wrestling, Frank Leon, you know, he um, he was uh, he was doing something on there, and I thought he was a wrestler at first, but he said no, but he could plug me in, and he plugged me with Gino, and I've been rocking with Gino ever since. Oh wow, it's amazing. The same thing I told Mike. That you know, he told me he's only three years in the business, and then you're saying y'all both started at the same time. I mean, what I've seen in my eyes, your guys like your chemistry look like y'all been in the business more than that. Y'all been there like five or ten years and whatnot. So mm -hmm. it's it's amazing. Uh, but it, you kind of remind me what you said. The Rock, it's kind of like like his story. You know, he's he was doing the football thing, and and he felt yeah, like yeah, he came short, so he got 
he got into wrestling. So it's, do you think it's something similar to what he went through that you're going through right now? Um, kind of. I mean, I don't know the full story. I know he was at Miami, which is super dope. Cause he um he was playing with Warren Sapp and all them boys, yeah. so he yeah, is super dope. You know what I mean, um, but yeah, you know, with football, just like basketball, baby, just like with any sport, like you're not always guaranteed. You know what I mean? The big time, the big, you know what I mean? The big money. So you know, it's good to um, and it's for the kids out there too. You know what I mean? It's good to, you know, find other things that you're good at. You know what I mean? I mean, it's cool to have them things. You know what I mean? What you good at right now? Master it. You know what I mean? Yeah, do what yeah, you're gonna true. do. Yeah. But always have something in the back in your back pocket. You know what I mean? Be good at something else too. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, just in case it don't work out. I'm not saying it is. I'm mm. just saying just in case, you know. I mean, it, to, and, me, um, like, to me, like I said, you you um I seen you in that ring and, and, and who is one of your biggest rivalry right now in your promotion? Uh like because you defend your belt with everybody, but who one of your biggest rivalries right now at this moment? <laughs> My biggest? Yeah, right now, ECPW. Not in the indie, but right now, ECPW. I'm going to ask you who's your biggest rival in the indie, indie scene, but who's your, your biggest rival right now? Everybody. I don't <laughs> have a biggest. Everybody's on that same level, man. Everybody gunning for me, and I'm gunning for them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm coming for the top. It's like they coming for the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm a dog. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a dog. You know what I mean? When I say I'm a dog, you know what I mean? I'm coming for what's mine. I'm coming for the top spot. You know what I mean? Like me and the fans, we come in, we bringing it. That's just how yeah, we come yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, man. I might say this guy's name, Kenny Vangu. That's his name. Yeah, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you guys? Uh, have you guys wrestled before? Because like I say, I only I've been following your promotes for the last two years because uh, you know because uh, of Matt who brought me in, you know, to check it out. Uh, have you and Vangu ever wrestled each other, or would you like to yeah. wrestle? Okay. Me and Bengal, um, we wrestled each other when he was the um ECBW heavyweight champ, you know, mm -hmm. over in um New Jersey. Uh, you know, we wrestled one time. Um, but me and Kenny, we from the same time. We from Patterson. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, and we just we about to well, we just formed a tag team, SCK, Silk City Kings, you know what I mean? So we gunning for those titles right now too. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Kenny's a good, like, he's real athletic. And he, you know, before I even, like, started, started, like, really getting into it like that when I was really, really green, he he was one of those guys that was in my ear, like, yo, bro, you could do this, you could do that. You know what I mean? Make sure you do this, make sure you do that. He helped me out a lot, you know? A lot of those guys there, ECBW really did, like, as a whole, they really helped me out a lot, you know? Yeah, you know, you guys, I mean, as last time I saw you, I think it was in November, at the Highland Mills. And it looks like mm -hmm. that roster itself, you can tell that everybody pushes itself to the limit there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's like a nice core group. Now, I asked this question to Mike the, uh, the last time I, I, I spoke to him. I said, when am I gonna see you and him wrestle each other? And, you know. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> we could do it again. And me and Love, me and Love, we practice, like, we train, we practice, we fight, we go, we, that's like my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. What brothers do? Brothers, we cool with each other, we fight, and then we get right back to it. You know what I mean? That's my brother. You know what I mean? So, you know, whenever they decide to let me and love go at it one time, then we'll go at it. He he feel the same way y'all do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all love, but it's still competition. But it's all love. You know yeah. what I mean? That's my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I mean, where, where, where do you see yourself five years from now? I mean, uh, or, or what promotion right now, the biggest promotions right now, would you like to see yourself in? Or are you just going along whatever comes in, in your path? Whatever comes in the path. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, you know, pick because it's like favoritism. Yeah. You know I mean, but I mean, me as like, if a childhood dream is the WWE, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, that's realistically, but yeah. like, you know, it's a whole bunch of different promotions now that's doing the same things as WWE is, you know, they probably not paying you as much, but it's yeah. still, it's not really all about that. To me, it's like, just like last night, I love hearing the fans bark, you know, and, and cheer. And when they get their parents involved, that's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, kids yeah, involved, yeah, yeah. that's dope. I mean, I, I like that stuff. You know, I like the excitement. You know what I mean? So it's like, if TNA come first, I'm down. If Ring of Honor, well, if they come back and come first, I'm down. Yeah. You know what I mean, AEW, it's a few people that we know that's in there. I'm down. You know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm with it. You know, even if New Japan decide to hit, I'm down. You know, I, I, I'm with yeah. it. I was going to ask you that. Would you like to go to Japan? You know? Yeah. Even though, I even, though a, even though it's a different style, their style's a little yeah. strong style. But, I mean... Yeah. Let's say if they was to call you today, you think you go hang with that that type of uh, wrestling style? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You lose when you think you lost. Yeah. You feel me? Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. You know what I mean? You keep you believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing, you'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? The moment you have doubt is the moment you'll fail. Uh, what what is, what is one of your favorite matches you had since you've been um, wrestling? Oh, I had a few, man. I had a, uh, I had a few. I had um, me and uh, uh Tim Theory, Kendo Stick match. Um, Ooh, me and Tristan, yeah, that fool, that hurt, and we we beat each other up with that Kendo Stick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see that. I see this guy's getting shot. I'm like, yo, how how in the hell can you take those shots? And it is the whip marks in the back. Hey, yeah, oh yeah, that hurt. It hurt for about two uh, days. Not that it, it hurt a little bit. It stung. You said you said Tristan. That was a good one. That was a good one. Tristan Law, me and Tristan Law had a. I defended the title against Tristan. No, yeah. that was dope. You know, yeah. um, it was in um, Highland Mills, I believe. I believe it was Highland Mills. We was out there, and you know, the, the crowd loved it. You know what I mean, before the show, they presented me with the new belt. He came out. He hit me with the chair. My Hurt like crazy. I had to come out. I had to beat him up. You know what I mean? And that's just, <laughs> you know, that's just what it was, you know? Yeah, it's funny because Tristan Law, I think that I got, the first time I went to ECPW, he was, uh, matter of fact, he was one of the first guys I met there. He approached me. He said, what's up? Like, nice guy. Cool guy. Um, mm -hmm. And he was a fan for me. I go back this past November, and now he's a uh, tag team champion with the, uh, I forgot, I forgot that other guy, his tag team partner's name. Prince Akinaten. Yeah, is that. And I'm like, wow, what a change, you know? I mean, it, 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 it looks like it works for him, you know? Yeah. Here's something about Tristan and Prince. Like, even though they are what they are and who they are right now, like, you know, with the heels and everything like that, they, they really helped me out a lot, too. Like, seeing a young pup, like, they yeah. came in, they seen a young pup. And they kind of, you know, had their two cents in and molding me and molding the dog, you know what I mean? So, you know, big up to them. Shout out to them, too. You know, even though me and Tristan, we went for the belt, still got respect to man, you know? He's yeah. still the man at the end of the day, you feel me? I mean, I mean, it, like I said, that whole promotion right now, it looks like, you know, uh, these guys are, are very 
a well, well knit group of guys that, that you can tell that they push each other, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Where do you see the, the promotion itself down the line, two or three years from now? I'm not going to say five or 10 because, you know, things happen. Let's say two or three years from right. now. Um, look, uh, we, we, we rising, ECPW is rising as a whole, you know, as a whole, ECPW over here in New Jersey, ECPW Hudson Valley is getting big, you know, uh, the, the five, I think the five bros coming back too, they doing their thing, you know what I mean, like, you know, it, we, we moving, like, we doing, we doing good, like, you know, we getting a whole bunch of new guys coming in too, just like how when we was new and they trained me and they love and everybody like that, I'm gonna do the same for them. You know what I mean, we just gonna keep it going. You know what I mean? Keep it. It's all positive energy. The moment we feel negative energy, you gotta keep that, keep it away. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The positive stuff, we gonna grow together. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. gonna do what we gotta do together, grow together. You know what I mean? If if one of us is so fortunate to you know uh, get a contract deal, we gonna, I'm, you know what I mean? We gonna praise them. You know what I mean? Like yo, congratulations and stuff like that. You still with the family? You bring these new guys in, keep them moving. You know what I mean? That's how we gonna do it. Have you ever, uh, because I, I'm down here in New York City, so usually I go to the Indy House of Glory. Have you ever thought of mm. probably even wrestling there? Have they ever contacted you by any chance? Or, or you ever they never contacted to? me, no, but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's right there. It's home pretty much. Like, I'm in, I'm in Patterson. I'm 20 yeah. minutes from the city. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's home. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll take the trip out there. You know what I mean? I'll talk to a few guys. I, I'll train with a few guys. I'm, I'm good at all. Like, I'm it's all about, you know, uprising and bringing the pound wherever I go with me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to, we moving, we're going to grow. Yeah, you, you mentioned know? something about uh, the uh, promotion done, uh, the five boroughs. Have y'all did the five boroughs before? I mean. It was, it was a five boroughs before. I don't know if they, I'm not sure if they doing it right now, but I yeah, know exactly, yeah, yeah. I know, I know um, Hudson Valley and ECBW, we, that's what we doing right now. You know what I mean? Um, I gotta find out more information about them because I think the uh, the pandemic shut it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. a lot of stuff down, and I, I haven't heard anything recently from them though. Yeah, because I I know um up here in New York, uh, up here where I'm at, the only one that in this indie scene that 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 I probably gone, um, is House of Glory. Like I said, they used to have mm -hmm. up here at Bronx Wrestling Federation, but that mm -hmm. has hasn't opened since 2020. The reason I'm saying is mm -hmm. I would love you guys to come down here. To, to the borough. So, you know what I'm saying? You get more exposure because you have, uh, to me, I think the city has a lot of fans that like going to these indie shows and, you know, and this is why I do these interviews. So, you know, so you guys get exposed and, you know, within the city yeah. also, you know? Right. Now, I'm down to do the city. I mean, it's the city. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, you know, Harlem. Mm -hmm. I mean, Staten Island, you got a whole Queens. Yeah, let's Oh, I mean, let's, let's go out there. I mean, I'll go out there. I'm down. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of places, eat, eating places, you know what I mean? You get the, the scenery. Yeah. People is dope out there. Yeah, I'm down. You, you, you ain't got to worry about anything closing down early, you know? So like yeah, sometimes. right. Because <laughs> I'm sure you guys, right. I'm sure you guys come out of those matches and, uh, you know, worked out with appetite and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? They're waiting, <laughs> waiting around and whatnot. But, you know, um, like I say, I, I went there uh, like two years ago and I, I was impressed. Man, let me tell you, you, you and Mike, both of you, like I said, I'm surprised that you, when you step in that ring, uh, uh, to me, it's like you have a 10 year experience and whatnot. So I could imagine where you be five years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you got Thank that, you, and, and if you got that, that mentality, you know, like I need to get better and better. And then, you know, they train you that when you're in football anyway. So, you know, you right. football. 
So, you know, I'm just hoping a lot of success with you. Hopefully, you know, somebody sees you and it calls you in in one of the big promotions. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Look, we just want to keep working. I mean, until it happens, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to keep praying and hoping every day, you know, but, you know, I can't stop, you know what I mean? I got to keep grinding, keep going, and that's just what I'm going to do, you know what I mean? With the fans behind me, you know, with you guys behind me, you know what I mean? Like, it's just motivational, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you guys for real. Yeah, 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 man. I, I, I wish you nothing but the best. But um, what, what what's your next uh, event coming up so you can let everybody know the case, you know, whoever's listening to this, go see you and, and, and see what you bring into the table, especially in these matches that I've seen you. Uh, you know, and you're a good champion, bro. I appreciate you, brother. I really do, man. Um, my next show is actually tomorrow. Spartan <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> Championship Wrestling, you know, January 30th, you know, we down in Kenilworth, New Jersey. You know, that's tomorrow. Um, but then the one after that one, ECPW, Richfield Park, New Jersey, uh, February 11th. And um, the next day is Ace for Wrestling. Ace for Wrestling is um February twelfth. Yeah, I think I saw uh, uh your promo on that. The yeah, Ace, yeah, the yeah, Ace yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, and I like your promo too. It's like, it, it, you know, the promo part. Yeah, that's that's practice. Who do who do you used to watch to do these promos? Like practice, because promos is not easy. I, I know, it's I know, not. My, it's really not. And I know Mike told me that he used to watch, I believe, Shawn Michaels. And I believe mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels, he took a picture with the whole same title belt. With the playgirl yeah. pros, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, that's funny. He was funny yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to hit him up about that. I'm like, yeah. Mike, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I was just thinking from what's gonna get mad when you got the belt around your, you know, your junk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he had me laughing off that. I was laughing. Yeah. We was laughing for a good little while for that. Yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> But uh, like I was saying, um, oh my god, I lost those friend of thought. Um, so the promos, yeah, the promo. Who was your favorite wrestler <laughs> growing up that did the promos? I mean, we had some great ones back in the day, yeah. you know, especially that you grew up in the attitude era, you exactly. Know, you, you had The Rock, you had Steve Austin, you had uh, Triple mm -hmm. H. Um, uh, because yeah. I can tell you, you used to watch the attitude era, you just mentioned all these guys. So, uh, who was one of those guys back then in the attitude era that? You used to say, well, I want to be just like him doing the promos, you know? Oh, when you the started wrestling. Cold. Oh, okay. The Rock and Stone Cold. You know, that, that there was, you know, The Rock talked junk, but he did it with a swag. Yes. You know I mean? Stone Cold talked junk, but he did it with an attitude. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was like, I had to kind of like watch their promos and mm -hmm. mix it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. to get my own. You know what I mean? So like, but it was kind of easy because you know, I watched them all the time. So yeah. when I went back to um, wrestling, when I went back to start wrestling, stuff like that, I used to I was watching them a lot. But then you got to take stuff from other, from uh, elsewhere too, you know. So I watched Bret Hart, yeah. you know. Um, I watched Ric Flair. I watched uh, who's the other uh, Macho the, Man, you know. Yeah, I watched yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate. I watched a few guys. Ultimate Warrior. Ones, <laughs> yeah. Warrior watched, used to yeah. Warrior used to confuse me with his crazy stuff, but you know, I, I mean, I was a big. I had the oh the energy. He had the energy. Yeah, the energy. So it's like okay. All right, so you know, you, you pick and choose, you like take stuff from different people and you mix it and make it your own, you know. It, what, it, what, it, about, it helped. what about Dusty Rhodes? Oh, Dusty was dope, yeah. I had um Gino, Gino and uh the Gino Caruso and uh, the Kodiak Bear. Yeah, they both told me to go watch him and I watched him. Yeah, he he really got the American uh, yeah, dream. Yeah, he really yeah. was that. 
He was that. Yeah, back in the you days, know? I remember, you know, I've been watching wrestling since in the 70s. So when well, he used to get on that mic, um, him and Superstar Billy Graham were like the best when it came yeah. to this is before the Ric Flair stuff, but you know, that's that's a yeah. that's a good company for you to you know teach yourself they style and and if you're mixing it up, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I'm like like I said, like I just finished telling you. I see you guys like you, I see guys like Mike Love Jones, and I'm like, yo, these guys look like they've been in the business for so long, but that goes mm -hmm. to show the the uh, the determination of you wanting to be something bigger than you already are, you know what I'm saying? And you're trying to, you know, elevate yourself to another level, you know? Right, yeah. Well, the thing with me and Love is, you know, we want it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we, like, he'll hit me up from time to time. I hit him up. When he going through something, I hit him up. When I'm yeah. going through something, he'll hit me up. That's really my brother. I mean, yeah. we keep, like, we keep each other up, you know what I mean? Yeah, and we yeah, really yeah. want it. You know yeah. what I mean? We really want it, so. That's good, man. Uh, so, uh, thank you for coming in, brother. Yeah, and again, give out your 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 contact information. Where's your next event? Even though you mentioned it, uh, your social media, all that stuff. Give it all out, bro. Hey, all right, guys. You know, I'm this on. Is, Facebook this is your platform at, right now. <laughs> I'm on Facebook at uh, you know, what I mean, you can find the dog on Facebook, Pittman. You know, what I mean, you can find me on Instagram. I got two, King Bulldog sixteen. And real name Bulldog 16, either one of the two, man. Uh, Twitter, I'm on Twitter too. I am Bulldog 16. You know, it's a little mixed up. They all got different names, but they mean something special. You know what I mean? Welcome to the pound, y'all, for real. All right, man. Then you got the Mitt Hudson Valley World Champ for ECPW right there. And check them out, guys. And again, he'll be around your area. If you're in the East Coast area, go check them out. So that is it for me today, guys. I want to thank Bulldog Pittman for coming in and chatting it up with me. We're definitely going to, you know, hope to see you soon, man. And uh, I don't want to be doing this one every year to see you because uh, I know the last time I was up there, it was like uh, the Highland Mills. They do that every year. So hopefully, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we could sponsor ECPW for next, this couple, I think in November when they do it again. So maybe, yeah. you know, we can, I can have an interview with you. And all that stuff when you hyper and finish it, you know, beating somebody up. Uh, so yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna see you again, man. So best of luck to you, your family, blessings, and good luck in all your endeavors, brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, you have a good time, man. Good day, man. All right, thanks a lot. And that's that is it for me. The Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am the ultimate one with the Bulldog Pinman. Until then, guys, I'll see you soon. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. There you go, guys. I was able to have that interview with the Mid Hudson Valley ECPW champion up here in New York. Uh, and it was a pleasure to have a conversation with this man. I uh, uh, able to see him wrestle. Uh, uh, like I told Mike Love Jones uh, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, they, you know, they, they skill, they only been in the business for a very short amount of time, and they wrestle like they've been in the business for 10 years. Uh, so, you know, it was an honor, and hopefully we'll have him again um, in the show 
in the coming months or in the years. Uh, but that is it for me today as far as the Chokeslam Wrestling Report Behind the Curtain. Um, I hope you guys like it. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, it was a crazy week in wrestling, and, you know, I'm going to cover all of it. So, you know, uh, it is what it is. I'm hoping, again, to interview more people. I got other people in mind. I am supposed to come on someone's podcast very soon. Uh, I'm, I've been a busy, busy guy. So, you know, it's not I've forgotten any of you who I said I was going to either interview or, you know, or get back at you, whatever the case may be. But, you know, when you do stuff like that, especially when it comes to wrestling, this is a, a, almost an everyday job to keep everybody informed, especially my fan base and everybody. Uh, again, before I leave, guys, uh, last week I, re- I, I had Danny Matos on my show, and he had he uh, is the author of the book called Swirl. Uh, that is a book about two uh, young individuals who grew up watching wrestling. One a was a baseball fanatic and sports fanatic. The other one used everything uh, as far as his life uh, like a wrestling match. Everything in his life was, uh, you know, uh, about used it as the way he saw wrestling. You know, you know, it was a lot of wrestling analogy used in that book. Again, that book is called Swerve. You guys want to get it, you go to Amazon or you go to Barnes & Noble and get the book. It's a very good book. It's a very affordable book. I enjoyed it. Uh, again, the you he Danny Monster used a lot of wrestling analogy and you know uh, little um, what can I say uh, metaphors and stuff like that. So it was pretty good. Uh, so check it out. The book is called Swerve by Danny Matos. So check it out. So support the guy, support the podcast, and you know uh, he's a good dude, man. Uh, good friend of mine for almost ten years. But that is it for me again, guys. Uh, if you want to follow me, follow me on. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, also follow my YouTube channel. I just dropped off the latest video there. There's a lot of content on my YouTube channel. So go check it out. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell for new uploads. Hit that thumbs up so for the channel can get searched faster and help the podcast. Uh, so also, guys, you can follow my TikTok. I have a TikTok also called the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. You can follow me there. I do three-minute videos. I, mean, I haven't done a couple of them in a while, but I, you know, I do I promote my stuff, my, my podcast, and my, and especially my store, tcwr.veryimpressive.com. That's tcwr, uh, veryimpressive.com, tcwr.veryimpressive.com. And you can check out the hats, the shirts, the hoodies. Yeah, I got everything in there, guys. That helps support the podcast. And I will gladly appreciate it. Until then, guys, I will see you next Sunday with more pro wrestling news and rumors. See you. Top guy out. Get the music.